Hello, and welcome back to I Will Name This Podcast Later. Because if you actually listen to this, you know that the, the name of the podcast isn't the damn point. Today is, is interesting because I spent some time reflecting on my episodes that I did on university year one, two, three, and my initial reflection on university. And now that some time has kind of surpassed, I've been able to listen through to them and kind of pick out some of the key points that I was mentioning. And what I want to do today is go through that, kind of highlight those points. And one of the things that I said is I, I didn't understand how I ended up there. And what I want to get to is why I did end up there. So it's a tough one. It is a tough one. I spent I spent quite a long time today actually just even mind mapping this because it was so complex. In my mind, it was quite complex. And I also want to go through some of the learnings. So in my uni reflection across the three years and just some of the stuff I've talked about is this naive mindset that I lost. And that came about because of me wanting to grow up. What I didn't realise is that growing up isn't a mindset. Growing up is just going on the journey and taking away the experiences. I thought I had to jump a level and turn into someone else. I was wrong, for that matter. Um, I was grown. I was as grown as I should have been for the age I was at. There was no need for me to kind of leapfrog a mindset or leapfrog whatever it is. Just, I think that that was part of going to university and starting that new chapter. And oh, you've got to put on this. You've got you've got you've got to be like everyone else. At least I I, I definitely felt that. And what, what that naive mindset actually did for me was it allowed me to be ignorant, which I then lost at university. And I wasn't, I think being ignorant is great because, and when you use it for the ability to learn. So if you're ignorant to everything and you're constantly trying to learn, I think that's brilliant. So what that naive mindset did was it allowed me to be ignorant and it allowed me to learn and learn and learn and consume information in a way that was beneficial to me. By going to university and changing that, what I ended up doing was switching that that off and not really growing, which, which is weird. Because... I did grow, I just didn't realise it till afterwards. But I think I could have done so much more with, if if I had kind of remain, uh, contained that naive mindset. Another thing that I mentioned quite predominantly was I pushed the concept of me thinking about myself to the back of my mind in the way that was beneficial to me, myself. So talking about getting a little bit spiritual here, self-realisation and uh, self-reflection and who am I? That question had the optimum amount of time to be answered in those three years. I could have 
defined, redefined, um, enhanced the, the, all, all the traits of me and got them down on a paper and kind of looked at it and said, okay, I like this about me, I don't like this about me. And what I ended up doing was not doing that at all. And so the who am I is now having to be answered now instead of then, which is okay. Everyone goes on that journey, but that me, me shutting that off and not understanding who I was and not doing any self-reflection meant that I didn't actually join any societies because I didn't feel it was cool, I didn't feel it was necessary, because I, was, I thought I was okay. I mean, I wasn't, but there we go. And I also think there's an element of, yeah, I was in a completely new environment, but joining a society committed me to something and I wasn't ready for that commitment. That's, that, that's a really weird thing as well, not being ready for commitment. But you've committed to three years worth of uni. But you can't commit to a society. Girl, hmm. you're making some stupid mistakes here. <laughs> and it's just kind of an element of not being comfortable when what I should have been doing is, is putting myself in those weird and odd situations and going outside of my comfort zone. which I didn't actually do for three years, kind of found a safe spot and I just stayed there. And then I went from that safe spot into hiding and hid behind kind of social media and Instagram and Snapchat and a text, which is so far from my personality that it just doesn't make sense. I was tripping balls, man. Why, why don't I, what possessed me to even do something like that? Being in the mindset I was in, yeah, but it's not me, like, it's not who I am. So, that definitely came about because of where, the mindset that, that I had like, kind of put myself in, that this, this negative mindset, that is, and getting to the point that I was in in third year definitely didn't help the hiding behind Texas and hiding from university life. It's a weird one, that. That, that should have never happened. Yeah, odd. Really, really, really odd. And I'm not sure if anyone else did, but I just, I'd sit in my room and I'd just watch movies and I'd just, I'd just lose myself in movies because I thought that would be easier than actually going outside. It's something about a movie that just, just makes you, it just makes you feel like reality is just whew, something else. I think another, another thing that I brought up was ego. E- ego, ego and mindset. Um, the mindset going into uni was I was going, I was running away from home and then I, I left uni and I was running back to home that's powerful stuff um, never in a, in a million years did I think that that would be happening no. but 
I think I've never thought I had an ego. And I always say this, hindsight is twenty twenty, and I look back now and I had a motherfucking ego. Like, what? why? I just needed to be humbled a little bit. I thought I was. Maybe I was, but... Damn, man. Nah. How can I think that mental health and depression wouldn't affect me and yet somehow I'm now doing this and talking about it? Like, who is that guy? I look look back and it's a completely different person. Yet I know it's me. And in that ego... I don't know where that thing came from. I think that that's a combination of some childhood stuff and thinking I was the shit and, you know, been put up, not on a pedestal, but this kind of never failing type of thing. And then university was seen as a failure for a while. And I was having a conversation with my friend Nadim and he was like, dude, university wasn't your biggest failure. University was your biggest success. And I totally agree with him now because you've hit rock bottom, you know what that feels like. Now, if someone tries to tell me to do something and tries to force me back into that, do you know how low I've been? Yeah, do you know, do you know where I've been? Do you know what's been going on up here in my head? No. Like that makes you not, not dangerous in a good way. Your mind is so powerful. That it can, it can allow you to do anything if you put your mind to it. And if you want it, if you, if you create that hunger, like, you can do anything. Like, you're unstoppable. And that's what, that's what the university has done for me. But I had to go through this kind of ego su- suppression program, which was my university experience, to allow me to get to this point. So I'm kind of glad that, in a weird way, that it, this this kind of... I wouldn't wish it upon anyone, but it's my journey and I've had to go through it. I, I mentioned this kind of two-faced thing and I, I just... I needed to clarify for myself that it's not two-faced. I think it's the easiest way to explain it. What it is more like is a dual personality and this stems from when I was head boy back in sixth form and it was kind of an act that I'd put on when I'd meet governors and things like that and dignitaries and so I felt as if and actually it goes deep in that I always kept church and state separate and what I mean by that is I always kept school and family separate and now I realize that that was the dumbest thing to do because like just stupid why why would you not want your parents to and your family to meet some of your friends i guess that was just pop culture and me being weird so what one thing i never did was i i always saw this dual personality of mine in a negative light because it's kind of like you you're bipolar you're i'm not saying that i am but kind of as if you know you're you're fake because it's that side that side of you is fake no right now that i've actually had some time to think about it that is always been me it's just now i've put a name to it 
and because the because it, it's such a clean line between the two it's me man I'm, I'm a mesh of the two i can be really really introverted at some points and be really really extroverted at other points but i'm okay doing both i enjoy my own company but at the same time i like to be in a social environment and talk to people just depends on my, my mood that that's all it is and for the longest time i've not understood why i thought about it so negative until now till you put it literally a, a written it on the whiteboard and it's just opened it all up it's like seeing the inside of a rubik's cube You're like oh it's all the same color hmm so i've come to terms with that which is quite nice because that was that was quite a big part of who i am and the fact that I always put myself down by saying that it, it wasn't good was not good for my, my health. I've, I've, I've talked about social media before. I think that I was just inhaling content at a rate that was stupid and I should have thought about some of the stuff that I was consuming because it wasn't good for me and where it was going and what it was leading to. But there's not much you can do about that unless it's in the moment because sometimes you go too far down that road. But having some sort of conversation surrounding content would have been interesting. Yeah, and talking about different things like how things are being posted and like all this, that and the other, but never really had those conversations. An interesting one that I brought up was people. And in first year, I said I made a lot of acquaintances or friends in air quotes. Um, yeah, I did. And in the second year, that kind of fizzled out. And third year, fizzled out even further. But I, one thing I could have done is, and I realised was, I could have m- met individuals and or surround myself with individuals that were different from some of my closer friends. And I say that because it allows you to understand people and it would have allowed me to understand certain personalities differently and kind of get different insights into other people's lives and experiences that would have helped potentially it's i'm really really i'm met sure there's so many people that at university that i haven't met and actually had a conversation with that could have potentially been a great friend in my life but been there done that and it's kind of like moved on now but that's something that really is going to stick with me and then I'm going to try and talk to individuals that I find interesting and remain in contact with them I also think there's an element of being too filtered in my life and politically correct I fuck that man if you want to swear swear if you don't want to swear don't swear it's all right yeah it's okay. Um, I used to take into account other people's feelings before my own, and what right mind am I doing that? My feelings come first because I've got to make myself happy. You've got to do what's like happy, makes me happy, and brings me joy. Because if I go through life and just putting other people first, no, what I want to do is help people. And by me helping people and providing myself joy, I'm I'm putting myself first. So I think I've got to get back to that me time, and I'm doing that now. 
that's for damn sure. But at uni, there was definitely an element of me not doing that, which was, which was quite a big aspect that may have led to my my downward spiral. And then there were the girls and the women in my life that just I guess it's because I never was exposed to that at such a high scale before and it's like kid in a candy shop I guess you kind of look everywhere or, or a magpie and you see shiny thing shiny thing shiny thing but that I'm glad that was done there and I'm glad it, I got over and done with there because if it had been before or after I'm not really sure how that would have gone down some of the experiences I had with women have been interesting and yeah interesting <laughs> um, not acting on it was was it was another big statement that I said and why why did I actually act on my my spiral why did I not want to um why didn't I ever act and oh shit man sorry so I why didn't I act on wanting to end my life but um oh wow you hurt saying it still I guess there was an element of fear. You're, you're at such a low point and then you suddenly think it can't get any lower and yeah, it can. Um, yeah, that's that's the ending it bit, but fear definitely. I think an element of fear prevented me from and also the fact that it was a decision I had to make and because my brain was so fried, it's the one decision it wasn't able to make. So yeah, I thought about it, but I never acted on it. And I'll say it again, if you if you are in a, in a negative state, please feel free to give me a call. Just text me, give me a chat. I'm more than happy to talk. Uh, that's a tough one, man. Even talking about it now is tough. Just, it's a lot easier, but it's still tough. But I'm happy. I've accepted it was part of my life, but even sometimes when you bring it up and or it comes close to bringing being brought up, it's like body goes into shutdown mode and you kind of tense up, or oh, I do. And I think that leads into because I was so fried as well, reality and and I was consuming so much content and on social media and I was watching so many movies, the reality just lost its touch. Greens weren't green, blues weren't blue. They were just kind of dull, like the life had been sucked out of it. <laughs> yeah, and it's not really a nice place to be. You walk around as if you're in a game more than in reality. You kind of look at things, you're like, that doesn't really live up to what's on my screen. I don't even know how I got addicted to that, man. That's a... Uh... That's that's social media for you. I just bought into it and I went over-indexed. That's all that happened. Then I ended up in a, in a state where reality, the reality in, well, my reality was 
not as good as the reality that was being created on my phone and curated, should I say, on my phone of, um, I don't know, fancy cars, big houses, you know, tech, sneakers, Supreme, what I was into back then. Now it's more business orientated and information orientated, which is really interesting. And it's stuff that I find interesting and I'm actually able to read because of I follow less people and stuff that I'm genuinely interested in. So why did I end up like this? I made a list and it was really helpful because I was able to go through all of that and then say, okay, so, so what, what made you end up wanting to, to take your own life? Um, I didn't force myself to grow. Yes, growth comes naturally, but I didn't put myself in uncomfortable situations where I I could have fast-tracked that growth. And I'm not saying that fast-track is the best thing for everything, but I didn't put myself in a, in a situation that allowed me to, that was beneficial to me, that was, um, that allowed me to kind of learn. I was on autopilot for, for, for three years, basically. I... I entered uni and it's kind of like my foot was on the gas and I just kept going and going and going and going and going and got to the, got to the lights, which was second year probably. Took the car out of gear and the foot was still on the gas and I just wasn't going anywhere. It's literally what happened. It's the best analogy for it. I lost that child mindset, that naive naive mindset, because I wanted to grow up and whatever that means, God knows. But um, my version of growing up meant that I had to kind of give up this childish um, mindset that I had that I'm not really sure what is, what, what it was. And I'm trying to get back to that, but when you're trying to get back to it and not know what it was, it's, it's quite difficult. You've got to play some games with your head that prompted to come back out I think there's a part of it as well that is ending up though because I, I didn't f I always felt like I don't fit in and I know oh, and there's a there's a quote from LeBron James that says don't don't fit don't stop trying to fit out or whatever it was but like, I just don't feel like I sometimes fit in in life I just feel different like I feel fucking weird and Back then, I I was always quite uns unsure of who I am, and so that didn't really help. And when you've got all these individuals that are quite strong-minded and able to talk, and then you're there, and you're that's what you are normally like, but then you're not. It's like in your head, you're you, you start doubting yourself. I never thought I'd fit in because I thought I was weird. But now I realise that everyone's weird in their own little way and that makes everyone normal. So what is normal and what isn't normal? That stems from childhood, that not fitting in. and Just felt like I was the odd one out. Somehow. That's how 
that's how I feel. That's how I've, I'm, I'm coming to terms with that, but that's how I used to feel. I just felt like I was odd. Always felt like I was on the sidelines of everything. Never felt like I was in the centre of it. It's okay not being in the centre, but, you know, sometimes it's nice to just to be in that inner circle and talk about stuff, but you wouldn't tell me to do something. That is not something that I'm getting too worried about now, and I've moved on from the fact that I need to be in a centre, and that and that also links to I was quite self conscious and quite insecure about my beard actually, because a lot of people say that I look like a like a mullah or I look Muslim, and the negative connotations around that, and especially being brown and so. I felt unsure of what what to say to that. I just smile and wave, but inside it used to eat away. And now I don't give a fuck because I think it looks damn good. And I'm trying to do stuff with my beard that I enjoy and makes me happy and maintain it and all of that jazz. And also my hair, like I used to have these beautiful locks of hair, but now that's all gone. And now I've got the devil's horns. You think I look beautiful? Nah, that's why I don't think so. I don't think I look handsome anymore, but... Hey, I'm not even worried about that. Just working on getting fit and having that creative outlet and that physical outlet. As I mentioned, the ego was, was a massive aspect of why I ended up where I was and... I, what I should have done is put the ego to the side and say, dude, you are dealing with this in the wrong way. This affects you. Seek some help. Talk to someone. But didn't end up happening. I lost myself, man. I didn't have any purpose. When I, when I, when I knew that uni wasn't for me, I just wasn't sure what to do. So I did what I, I did what I did and I doubled down on the fact that on two years that I knew I wouldn't enjoy, but... Like I said before, my ego got in the way. It's a it's kind of this self-perpetuating cycle that is massive cycle that just kind of one leads into the other, and the only way I could have broken that is by being me, which is ironic because that's what I thought I was doing, and. It sounds very weird when you say it like that. So if anyone's got any comments on that, I'd love to hear them. And if I sound crazy and you say, hey, Roger, maybe you're explaining it when we think about it like this, I'd love to hear that because it helps me, man, really. Some of the learnings from uni, um, how to deal with people. You, you definitely learn how to do that. Well, you, you're exposed to so many. So you learn all types of characters, all types of personalities and... Um, all types of individuals from all walks of life, rich to poor, poor to rich. And you learn how, how people think, and that's great. If you subconsciously, you do at least. Um, you, know how to, you learn how to adapt to different environments, especially when you're talking to new individuals. That's a massive takeaway from uni. One of the learnings that is massive that I've only realised is that, recently realised, is that uni is a problem and the way it's done and how it's run and all that stuff. And 
some I think some of the support that's given but at the end of the day this was my fault because my mind I allowed my mind to create curate this cage that wouldn't let me out and I got so caught up in the web that I hit that boiling point and it exploded I got too caught up in that culture and, and, and that meant that I wasn't thinking about myself and so what I, what, what I take away from that is that university you've got a lot of time to think and you might, it might seem like you don't but you've got a huge amount of time to think more than if you were in a job especially if you're living out and you, you're on top of your work and stuff, like, you can... If you can play football or go, go go and do training sessions, you can definitely have some time, me time, and sit and think and meditate and kind of realise who you are. Damn, man. I've fucking done that. <laughs> so uni as a whole, it's, uh, it's not their fault, no. It is, it is my fault. And I'm okay with that. And it's, 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 it's more than, maybe it's more than the things that I've mentioned, but for now, I think it's, I'm not gonna close the chapter. I don't think I'll ever close the chapter. I'm, there's always learnings to be taken away from my uni experience. And they might come in four years time in the next four days, you might have revelations, but I'll listen to it back at some point and I'll come up with, They'll, they'll put my mind will probably be triggered into thinking oh wait this didn't really happen there and you could have thought about this differently this helps it's like so therapeutic you um sometimes i don't want to do it but i know that it's good for me i know it helps and i know it helps it helps to get stuff off your chest it helps to make you think about yourself it's just and it's lovely to know that there are people listening and it's not that that matters though. I don't. I don't really do it for that. You might want me to to change the name and stuff, and um. But that's not what this is about. This is about just me talking and finding who out, finding who I am, and creating a dialogue with myself and documenting my life and my experiences and my journey. Because at some point I'm gonna forget it. really 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 tough one today there's a lot a lot to take away from it and a lot of key points and self-reflections all in all uni was a massive success and a massive failure economics wasn't for me that's that's for damn sure should have taken something else but hey but I am who I am now because I've met all these people and I've met and I've, I've learned the lessons of what it's like to hit rock bottom, bottom and work your way back up and get to a point where I feel like now I'm in one of the best kind of places in my life, period. I'm so sharp. I'm so switched on. Um, India has its, has its downsides, but I feel great. That it genuinely feel great. And that's amazing. 
to, to, to bounce back like that. And if, if I can do it anyway, you can do it. Or if, if you're listening, you're, you're in a rut. You can get yourself out. It's your mind that's playing tricks on you. You've got to tell your mind to shut the fuck up sometimes. And just just go with it. Get over that first hurdle and suddenly you realise that it's just so insignificant and it's a lot easier than you think. Yeah. I was I was running away from uni when I left and now I'm now I'm just running, man. And I'm running for the good of me. There ain't a man high enough and Marvin Gaye and all of that. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun today. Definitely, definitely, absolutely. So, um, inspirational characters. The, I want to tie them into some of the topics that I talk about. So, I'm definitely going to have to start planning these. <laughs> But the idea of inspirational characters is to kind of show you that there's there's inspiration in every everyone. Um, and that you can you can see the best in people, even if they don't always show that they're the best. So my my inspirational character is my good friend, very good friend from school, Nadim. And he listens to this, so I'm sure I'm sure he'll um he'll drop me a text. But Nadim is, is special in this respect because I didn't actually realise that Nadim was a year younger than me, a full year younger than me, and he still went to uni. Nadim is inspirational because he was able to do something and bounce back as I've done and take away learnings without having to do something like this. He he he's a, he's, he was able to to do all of that and not put on a brave smile but able to have a conversation about it. And he he wasn't shy about it. He was he was like, "Dude, I went through something similar." Like it's mad that everyone's going through through it, but no one wants to talk about it. So, Nadam, you're inspirational to me because you've been through a lot, and at the same time, you're still one of the most humble guys I've met in almost forever, and you're just so just calm. You're calm. You take life as it comes. Hey-ho. It's all right. And you you just you do stuff. You, you crack on with stuff. Like, you wanted to do a blog. You've done a blog. Like he just he just got on with it. There was no choosing a name and things like that. He just did a blog and then suddenly he's got a blog and I was like, wait, when did this happen? So Nadim, I love our friendship. I love our relationship because we're able to talk and have open conversations about really complex topics. And I do the love. I love you to pieces, man. And thank you for being there for me when I needed it and when I didn't need it and when I knew you were there and when I knew you weren't and when I didn't realise that you were, sorry. Thank you for being a part of my life. I'm off to, to Mysore for the weekend, so I'm not too sure if I'll be posting. Uh, posting. <laughs> I'll be doing these over the weekend, but I think I'm going to plan some stuff. 
because it's for me it's better if I plan it and that way when I'm talking about it I'm I'm, I'm almost self-reflecting in real time so this is V signing off for the evening it is 10.30 in, in, in India good night